welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast. I am Marta Brummel, and by trade and training, I am a certified life coach with a psychology degree from the University of Notre Dame and a master's in clinical social work from the University of Michigan. I'm the mother of four children. I'm married to Craig Brummel, my favorite human, and I am the CEO of a private life coaching practice for young adults and parents. So the whole idea behind this podcast and these conversations is to learn how to navigate this human journey from the inside out by building a life skill set that allows each one of us to engage with this grand life adventure from a place of health, wellness, and confidence, and to create something beautiful by weaving in meaning and purpose along the way. I'm so glad you're here. So we have Ben Brummel here with us. He is a returning guest and uh, joined us. Glad you're here. I think you joined me, what, a year, year and a half ago? About. Maybe, yeah. Seems like forever. So Lots it's, happened. It's a lot has transpired in very short order. And Ben is now a rising junior at Michigan. And he is coming off of a summer internship that he spent in Nairobi, Kenya. So he was in Africa for the last two, two and a half two, months. Yeah, two months. And uh, it's just wonderful to have him in our midst. However, this uh, this midst is he's leaving us once again in just 24 hmm. hours no and heading right heading to South America. And Ben's going to kind of give you guys more background on all this, but really today's conversation is going to be based in Ben's decision to take a gap year and travel around the world and while traveling also working and uh, just building relationship and getting to know himself and others. So he is in this process and uh, I am the the uh, lucky recipient of just witnessing all of this and walking with him and uh, loving him and also missing him already, uh, thinking about having hmm. him off into the world. So then why don't you share with our listeners your, your Yeah, decision. definitely. Well, appreciate you having me on again. Of course. Uh, it's quite the honor, but you know, even for, for myself, I was thinking about it as well. Uh, the siblings we always talk about, you know, we'll listen to your podcast as well. It's not just uh, going to, you know, your, those that you do through work. It also helps us. So uh, anything I can always do to bring value to others is I'm always for it. Uh, but no, I think you covered a lot of where I'm at and, and what I'm coming from. Obviously, this summer was a little bit different, uh, but it, it was uh, something that I have wanted to do for the past few months, starting in, in January and then I just did everything I could to make it happen and you know I was very fortunate to have the experience I did there and then you know this next year is going to be another whole different animal of experiences unknown growth development everything in between but you know I couldn't be looking more forward to it and and I leave tomorrow which is kind of <laughs> crazy and all of that uh, but yes it's good. well and can you share why you made the decision? Because I think uh, there's a lot that you appreciate and uh, have to go back to at Michigan, yet at the same time, I think you felt there was a lot to be offered outside of 
the walls of Michigan and doors of Michigan in a way that uh, would help your growth a little differently this yeah. year? Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's one, you know, big reason why or whatnot, but it was almost that idea for myself that, you know, this past year, a lot of my growth has been trying to align myself with my mind and my heart uh, and just finding those moments because I do know it had happened briefly and that was where I made some of the greatest decisions, which one was, you know, in the, for spring break last year, I ended up having a really fortunate experience traveling to Switzerland and, and working on a farm there. And, and that was really just kind of out of left field, but that was where I was like really aligned with who I was. And then mm -hmm. it kind of would, you know, come in and out and, and I, because naturally I tend to get in my head a lot and, uh, I always, I can attest yeah. to the truth of this. <laughs> Right, but that was something where I was like, okay, it's possible. I know it's there, but it takes a lot of work and it's not just going to come all of a sudden all the time and I had to do the internal work and so it's been this continual process of building the habit and I'm still in that. But what I started to do was take time for myself, take time to really think about, okay, what am I doing? Where am I at? It was really just taking an inventory of my life. Uh, and from this summer, I really realized that the parts of me that were coming out, I had really never experienced before, but I, I enjoyed every single like bit and part of them. And those parts were more just my curiosity, my desire to learn my, I think I had them here, but they were further, uh, I was able to act on them even more. And I mean, to be honest with you, I was listening more than anything these past three, four months. This is the pro probably the most I've ever just sat back and listened to the stories of people, the, the, the lives and backgrounds and the diversity. And like, this is probably the most amount of questions I've ever asked in my life, but I learned the like, most I ever have in my entire life. And, and so from that, I understood that the fulfillment that it was giving me each time I was interacting with everybody. And I said, I have to continue this. I don't really know what that means, but I do know I have to do this. And that's kind of what this next year is going to, you know, create, been created into. So can you give a logistical kind of stance as to how that's done? Just so people understand. Of how to create something. It's not an easy undertaking and it yeah. does require a lot of yeah. work and effort um, behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, that's something I started learning last spring when I had this uh, this summer, this period of time where I knew I wanted to do something with myself that would push me along in the direction of where I hope to grow as a human and, and who I hope to become and, and, you know, develop some certain values in myself. And once I understood that, okay, I knew I love travel and I love learning about, you know, the world and others and, and not just traveling for tourists sake, but traveling and, and living in the little villages in the neighborhoods with the people getting to know them from their day-to-day -day life like i i would recommend if you ever travel like i think a vacation is just living with someone not having them do anything different than what their day-to-day -day life is but literally just going and experiencing what they do on a weekly basis and you'll have the greatest vacation in your life and, and you'll learn so much and i don't even know if it's vacation but it's life experience that it really is uh but the, the more logistic side of things is I would take the, the, towards the beginning, I would take probably 15 to 20 minutes every day 
and I would sit down and it literally started with me researching things to do in the summer around the world. Like the most vague, broad thing, but I was like, I have to start somewhere. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm but sure I, that turned off some very Well, yeah, but, it, but what happened is, you know, sometimes I would research for 15 and 20 minutes and I would go do something else. But oftentimes I would find myself going down these rabbit holes of two to three hours of just going to company to company. And, and I probably researched and reached out to over 50 companies in the span uh, a few weeks saying, Hey, I'm really interested. This is my story. This is who I am. Cause all it takes is really being genuine and reaching out to these, you know, finding a company that aligns with who you are because it's out there. You just have to go and find it. Cause I knew it, there, if you want something, it's a, it's a both and always, because at, at first I was like, Oh, I could travel or I could, you know, get, do some work here in the U S and get some finance or what, whatnot. But I was like, I could never have both. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe there's a possibility, and that's what it's I said. It's an and, yeah. Exactly, the, the both yeah. and. And I began researching every single day, taking the time to do that, because I knew if I didn't do it, it nothing would uh, come of it. Mm-hmm. So some days I wouldn't find anything, and I would be left you know, where I was, but it, but it was more of this idea of you know, keep going, keep trying to find things. And at the beginning, it was hard because I really didn't know what I was doing. But then the first company that intrigued me came along and then the second company that intrigued me came along and third and, and so on. And then I just started reaching out to them. I started uh, going into the LinkedIn's, finding the people who had to reach out to, finding their emails, going through these different areas and channels and, and reaching out to them. And I probably reached out to a little, probably say 90 people in the span of a week or so. Mm-hmm. And I think I heard back from four or five of them, right? Yeah. But I did know that if I can at least get one, and these were all companies that I enjoyed, like I'm in, I'm sitting in a, in a good spot, not guaranteed that things will work out because obviously there's a whole line of things after that. But that was the progress that mm-hmm. I was making. And then after the first person responded, I would hop on a call with them and see what they were doing. And then so that was really the process that I took into the summer and I won't bore you of all the details, but I had an <laughs> opportunity for the summer and then it literally in the 11th hour it fell through. And so then I was sitting there thinking I did all this work in my summer. I got nothing to show for it. Mm. And in that moment, in that day, I actually, I was talking to dad about this the other day I, and I hadn't really noticed what actually happened. I made a split decision because I, they told me at 4 a.m. because in Africa, mm. the time is different. And so they called me, my phone's ringing at 4 a.m. and I pick it up and I don't even think I knew what I was actually doing. I was half asleep. <laughs> and I pick it up and they're like, hey, some, something happened, whatnot, but we're not able to host you anymore and you, we don't really have the opportunity. I was like, wow. And so I went back to bed because I was a little, I mean, I was shocked. But then I woke up and I said, this is not... I made the decision and said, this is not going to determine my summer. This is not going to be what may like takes away this opportunity for me to grow. Uh, and so I literally cleared my whole schedule that day. Like maybe I, I didn't tell you this, but like I, I didn't. I, well, I remember because I remember various calls from Ben Bremel, mom, this is what's going on. Yeah, and I'm thinking, okay, you got this. And you did, and you created, you ended up landing a wonderful job and uh, internship yeah. that, uh, you know, I think served you beautifully and, yeah. and uh, they were pleased with you. You were pleased with them. I mean, it worked out well yeah, and yeah, you were yeah. able to meet some really wonderful humans. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is, I think, for Ben, that was what was so loud and clear was the the people. That is really what seemed to to capture you the most Mm. is just relationships. And like you said, listening. Ben has been listening more and um, and talking less. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. we were talking about this even earlier today, or I think it was last night. You're not defined by the places you go, like. It doesn't matter where I've been in the world or, or who's done what or any of that. It's just, it's the person you are that really matters. And I, I say it time and time again, but I much prefer the person who is curious and open and desire to learn about those in front of them and those who have different backgrounds and have you know stayed in their little town their whole life mm-hmm. as opposed to someone who's traveled the world but could care less about what other people's backgrounds are or, or, or self-centered in their own sense like i could care less where or what you've been like where you have been or what you've done but who you are was so important to me and i, I learned that from i think these mm-hmm. these past few months and especially in kenya where i travel to these villages and and have the opportunity to meet people. And obviously I think it's a big part, you know, I would try to meet them where they were. Uh, but then they were curious about my background and half of them knew more about America and politics and then half of my friends. I was, it's also this worldview and this understanding that they grasp more than just Kenya. They understand it's a, it's a, it's, it's a one and a unified ecosystem. And we're all working toward like for this life together. Uh, so it was very fascinating for myself. Well, it also, I think, solidified more of your own vision. I think also you got more clear on your values yeah, and what's important definitely. to you. And I think aligning, as you said in the beginning of the podcast, aligning head and heart, I think this has been a huge step in that direction for you. My, my biggest value that I developed there was one that I've been tr- been really focusing on developing for a very long time, but it just, I think it was the environment and the people that were there that really just skyrocketed it. And that value was service. Mm -hmm. And when I say service, it was just a mindset of how you look at things. And it, it, it was, it's not like giving money all the time. It was, I literally arrived in Kenya and the first two nights people were, I didn't even know them. They were making food for me because I didn't, I didn't have, I hadn't been to the supermarket or anything. They would just invite because me over. didn't have the right pants, Yeah, that, that was my first friends <laughs> because I didn't have, I didn't know how to. The long story short, it was just the cooker in my, I stayed at a student residence, so I'm actually really fortunate. There were people yeah. all my age great, uh, from great all over budget. Africa. and uh, But anyways, there was a kind of a hot plate, but it didn't take my pans. It had to be some specific type. Right. Didn't have it, so my right. first friends were asking, "Hey, can I borrow your pan?" <laughs> and they they were willing to oblige <laughs> no, and great. bless their hearts. But yes, and you also learned to eat with your hands. Yeah, no, yes. it's, yeah. Yes, I got made fun of a lot when I was using I'm a sure. fork yep. or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that's just not how I was born. But but back to the service part, it was you would I would meet someone, and I remember meeting someone on the train. And before we were partying, and he had to get off, he's like, uh, he kind of looked around. Partying or parting? Partying. Oh, I thought you said yeah. partying. Oh, uh, no, like, no, no, Were party. you partying too? Yeah, partying right. at the train station. <laughs> uh, he kind of looked around, and then he took his hat off, and he's like, would you, like, just so you remember me, here's my hat. Oh. And I was like, it was just, and then, so me, naturally, I'm okay, like, what do I, well, actually, I, I've kind of developed this, but I 
had brought some food and I was like, I have a banana. And so I gave him <laughs> my banana and he's like, thank you. Like, that's awesome. And I was like, it's just these little things. And, yeah. and it was, it changed my whole perspective because at any given time I was willing, it didn't matter how much you have or how little you have, you give and you provide for others. Uh, and that just, that really to the day I left you. was, yeah. yeah it it fed cool. you and nourished you very differently. Do you also, would you say that you like who you are in this kind of world that you're creating more than you did when you were, hmm. you know, in the classroom and at school and just where you were? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like a like more or less. It's just, I think I've gained a new perspective and I think I've learned a lot about myself where I was in a different place at that time Mm -hmm. and that's even been a huge part of my work is not beating myself up about some of the decisions I made in the past and and some of the things I did because that's where I was at that point in time that's who I was Uh, and now I am who I am now and I you know I appreciate where I'm going you know obviously I still have plenty more work but it was the idea of I think I, that self-talk and that self-love, I was talking with Leo the other day about it and it's just so important because I beat myself up a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, And to not say, you know, I didn't have this perspective. I, you know, really took a lot of things for granted, but just to say, you know, that's what I was. And that time brought me a lot of learnings. Like Mm -hmm. I kind of- Are we talking fraternities? We're talking everything, Um, but just, yeah. You were in Wisconsin fraternity world and life your freshman year. Yes. And since you have decided that that is not the world that you want to be. Right. Um, it just wasn't feeding me and nourishing some me. good people. Yeah. Some no, it's people. nothing against it. It just but was wasn't. part of me that I wanted to grow in different ways and that wasn't feeding me. And so mm-hmm. I just, I knew I had to change the direction, change the path. Uh, and you know, go different, yeah, different way. And when you say that, I remember it also being a pretty lonely path because once you made that decision and you pivoted, you realized, wow, all of my people are fraternity guys. Mm-hmm. All of my people are, you know, sorority girls too. Like you were, that was the this the, the circle in which you were running, and you by making these different choices. It also opened the door and closed some doors, but opened doors to new relationships, new people, um, new ways of, of being. Would you, can you expound a little bit on that? Well, yeah. that's a hard decision to make, especially at that time of life, because we desire very much to belong. Um, yeah, I think, I think the biggest part of that was getting closer to who I was, mm-hmm. meaning I needed to look inward more than anything. So, yes, I could have had more of a concentration on friends or, I don't know, specific organizations or other parts, but it really relied on the fact that I realized that I was becoming too dependent on my external world. And I wasn't seeking, I, I didn't have the confidence internally to be able to say, you know, who I, who am I? if everything disappeared, like, mm-hmm. well, who is Ben Rummel? Like, mm-hmm. what, what does that even mean? And, and frankly, when I asked myself the question, I couldn't answer that. And I said, okay, there, that's not a good thing. Because well, so- you had such a sparkling resume, but really underneath that, you didn't feel like that was aligned with what was going on internally. Yeah. It yeah. just, it said, okay, yeah. let's do something about it. And I didn't want to be victim to my environments. I knew I was like, okay, Obviously, it's a big impact, but it doesn't define who I am. It doesn't. It's not gonna be the future of 
what my life turns out to be. Like, this is not, I'm not letting this determine, you know, if I'm sad or happy or whatnot. Like, once I realized I just had to turn it inward and be like, all right, this is going to be a lot of work. And this is, I even right now, I'm like, this is going to be a long road. And I mean, till the end, end of time, right? <laughs> but... Yeah, your journey, I yeah, hope, is exactly. long and sweet and uh, full of growth. Ben Bromwell, you've got a lot of unfinished business. <laughs> right. But it was even, yeah. I was mentioning to you the other day, I was look, listening to some podcasts and things. And this gentleman, he's in the real estate area and he's he does goes all in on real estate. Like he lear, lives, breathes real estate, whatever. And he just tries to learn as much as he can. And I was like, you know my quote real estate is my internal being and obviously it's different that's more kind of career and professional but i was like you know that is what i dedicate my life to is internally cultivating who i am that self-exploration of me into you know who i hope to ultimately become right well and i think that you know it's pretty clear, Ben, you will, you will, whatever you set your heart and mind to, I think there will be a lot of of beautiful things that will come your way. But I think what you are describing is that in order to, to really weave in the meaning and the purpose and that deeper connection to self and to the greater, you know, the greater whole was, Hey, got to do the internal work as much as I've done the externals. Right. Well, it's uh, all dependent on internal. Right. I am such a firm believer that the internal will determine everything external. Like it, it will work itself out externally. And so when we talk about internal work, which is something we talk about a lot on this podcast, how would you describe your internal yeah. work? I mean, it, what does that entail? I think we make it super complicated and think, okay, internal work is the hardest thing because it, it's not an easy thing and it is difficult and it takes work and it takes time, but it, it's as simple as whether you, let's say you, you don't have someone that can ultimately talk to. The first step is just writing things down. Like I would find myself writing because as a, like I knew from past experiences when I write and I write till a said time until I, you know, I'm able to say, okay, that was something I, and even if it wasn't something, but I ultimately know writing at the start, I may have no, no idea what I'm about to write about. And I will literally write those words. I have no idea what I'm writing. (laughs) What am I like? What am I doing? And then as I keep writing that my brain, just how it works, it goes all different places. And then I start writing about my past day or something I've been thinking about. And then maybe I skip hop to a different topic, but even on like the plane coming back from Kenya, I had plenty of time, so I, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of writing was... I think it took him two days to get home yeah, with all the Yeah, left on Tuesday, came, things, yeah. got back home Thursday. Oh, we were so happy to see <laughs> But it, it was able to just get inside, and I don't really know the whole psychology behind that in the, the science, but it, it was the little things. It was just putting out your thoughts, mm-hmm. and then it can, you know, go to having conversations with your family and, or your friends and... And when I say family, it doesn't have to be your first line, like your blood, your blood family, family. (laughs) It can be your friends that you, that have become your family or those around you. Mm -hmm. I think just being able to just talk with someone, Mm -hmm. even process out your words helps a ton. Well, it's putting words to your story and it's putting words to your feelings, your thoughts. I think your beliefs, your, your values, 
all the things that I think you're in process of figuring out. And it's helpful to, to put words to that because then it becomes real, right? Mm. And it becomes seen and known very differently than if it's nebulous and it's in right. your brain, but not really articulated. And yeah. oftentimes your first thought of it is not going to be how you describe it in the end. Yeah. And that's why you got to keep talking about it and keep processing it because mm-hmm. then you form clarity and you form this understanding mm-hmm. of it because it starts as words sometimes. It starts as, okay, I'm just kind of spitting out some things, mm-hmm. but then it turns to belief. Mm-hmm. And I also, something that's so powerful and I'm just starting to come onto it is this idea of habit and it's habit mentally, like training your brain to be able to, for example, if something poorly happens or if I'm feeling negative in a sense, I'm immediately like, I'm trying to trigger my myself to think oppositely and say, okay, how can I make this the best pops, possible situation? Like a turnaround thought. Exactly. So you might have a negative or some kind of thought that's more sabotaging and then yeah. the opposite of that. So they can, is I just, just found real. myself getting overwhelmed by yeah. those and yeah. they were, yeah, super intoxicating. But the, but the main point was I'm starting to build habits and I mean, once I started seeing a little bit of a change, I was like, okay, there's something to this. Mm-hmm. And once you see oh, progress, powerful. once yeah. you see progress, you're like, yeah, there's no stopping. Right. And I think even it's asking super the question, is it true? Right. The, the thought, is it true? And can oftentimes I absolutely know it's, it's true? And oftentimes it's not. And yeah. then the understanding of who am I when I believe it to be true? And then who am I without that thought? Right. If I were not to believe that, who would I be? Would I be more free? Would I be more capable and able to do the things I'm desiring to do? Can I show up differently in the world if I don't have that belief driving my my actions, right? And that's something you've become much more clear about mm-hmm. as you've been doing this work. And then, of course, the turnaround thought, the opposite. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's the power of habit, like, inside your mind. Mm-hmm. And it's just training yourself. Because we think it's... One, you try one thing and then it fails. Or maybe let's say you start off with one thing and then you're like, okay, I did this. And then the next time it comes up, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it works. Like, that's yeah. like anything requires practice and repetition and it's not going to work. Maybe it's not going to work the first 100 times. But right. if you keep training your brain, like things start to change. And that's, there's also science behind that. Like your brain's going to start Oh yeah, this changing. is the, the land of neuroscience. I mean, there's so much to this. And I think what you are learning is you're, you're shifting your patterns. You're shifting mm-hmm. your, your paradigm in a way where you're doing things that you initially don't want to do. They're hard to do. They're uncomfortable to do, but you're doing them because you know they're the path to where you want to go. And when you were younger, you weren't as keen on that, right? Not at all. Um, You've always been super driven. You've always worked your butt off. You've always been one. Kind of, but like it it was a journey getting there. Like I was somebody who didn't, who, I mean, I'm still figuring out a lot, but like from where I've come, like when I was younger, I was a troublemaker. When I was young, I did not appreciate like the environments that I was being and like the things that I was being told to do. And, and I didn't understand. I was a very lost when I, I was very lost when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I think being able to ultimately come into my own through the support of you guys, mm-hmm. but also it's actually really interesting. I don't know what kind of turned me on. I think Culver, I think, uh, I think Guatemala, Guatemala was the first time that I understood that life is a little bit different than I always understood it. And my Mm -hmm. environments can change in a matter of an instant. And it all kind of comes into 
you know, what do you believe? What, what is your desire for a lot of these things? And that's where it started. Mm-hmm. And then that progressed. Through. And you were in what grade when we were in Guatemala? I was in seven. Guatemala, as you say yeah, now. Because yeah. Ben is now Spanish speaking. He's like blowing us all out of the water on oh. this. But I'm starting to compete with Ellie. So, <laughs> oh, this will be fierce. Um, so you were seventh grade. Seventh grade. And so that was a life-changing yeah, now that I think about experience it. for you. Yeah. And... You also mentioned the other day that who you are and being able to free that that authentic, real Ben Brummel into the world and own that in a way where you're not just checking the boxes. You're not just making sure that all things look really good on the outside. You're actually like, look, I... I want to be the full package. I want to be the real thing. I want to be true. Hmm. And I'm figuring out who that is. And that's a, that's been a big shift for you that's as huge. well. Yeah. I think I was going down that direction. And then, not to say yeah. I got lost in the process, but I definitely took a left turn when I should have took a right. <laughs> and We do a lot of those. Yeah. Well, and you can course correct, honey. Right, that's exactly. Good. Well, no, yeah. that's the point. But I think I got way too caught up in the external. I got mm-hmm. really caught up in what was on paper, what were people saying, what, yeah. just this whole external world that can be ultra consuming, right? And, mm-hmm. and I think social media is, a, is a, a way that you can actually use it like for you and you mm-hmm. can use it to help others. I think it's actually a, a great technology. Like I believe this is the greatest time we've ever, like anyone could ever live. Um, and it's a great way to reach, but it's often not used right. in that. But, but yeah. the problem is it's, it's super hard because right. You have you to know, be very intentional about how you utilize well, it. Yeah. But you, you think about it, uh, people who are, you know, frustrated or negative or angry about life are going to be the first ones to say, I'm angry. This is what's happening. And they want to share that with the world. Like this isn't what not. But then people who are maybe happy are more contented. They, they don't need to tell everybody else. And so it's not that the whole world or is... Or curate a, a reality for right, the world. Right, exactly. But, but it's not that the whole world is negative. It's just no. what is you know flooding these media channels and flooding these mm-hmm. uh, the social media is these people or are these people who are more negative based. And so I've kind of taken the stance of, or maybe not even negative as much as maybe just more shallow. Or they're, they're desiring for love, right? As we all are human. And that's another stance. But the point that I'm trying to make is that I believe that, you know, there are less, there's not as many people Mm -hmm. who are putting out that positivity on online. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if you are one who, maybe has some things to share and you may think you don't have the ability or too young or too old. Like I think there's a space for all of us to say, Hey, like this is what's happening and being not having a false vulnerability, but being able to say, this is life. We're all in this together. And to say, you know, there's a way to move forward. There's a way to live this life in a beautiful way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the social media can be a huge, uh, beneficiary for everything else. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I agree with that. And I think I've, I'm shifting my relationship with it as well. Um, I think, you know, I, I think it would be really nice if you could just share with our listeners what it is that uh, you see this year holding mm. in terms of where you're going to be going and just give a sense of what that looks like, at least for right now, as far as you know, yeah. where you're going to be headed. Hmm. Well, I think you know as much as I do at this point, but really <laughs> yeah. I, w- I was just talking this morning with one of 
you know, one of my family mentors, I would say, or, or family friend. Mm-hmm. And he was, we were just talking and we're like, you know, this is part of life. He, I literally told him, I was like, you know, my first stop is in Peru. And then from there, I genuinely don't have any idea. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, that's just life, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, exactly. And, but, but the thing is that there's a constant reminder for myself that this summer, while I had it planned and while I had an understanding, literally, I don't think I could have told you how it would have went because it went so differently than I could have ever expected. And in a really unique way. Oh, but it changed my life. Like, yeah. I truly believe there were yeah. some points in there, but also just the whole entire process that I have changed who I am I, mm-hmm. in, a, in a very good way. My values are different, but that all came from this unknown. This, mm-hmm. That all came from one, putting myself out there mm-hmm. with the possibility that something incredible might happen. Something also unfortunate might happen. You know, it wasn't perfect to say that everything was like waterfalls and expansive <laughs> landscapes. It was yeah. also some of the more, about us. yeah. Well, it's also some of the more difficult times and the yeah. pushing myself out of my comfort zone, where I was like, okay, this is a little sketchier. This is a little I don't know, but you know, trusting yourself and putting like that's where the best yeah. times came from, and that's mm-hmm. where you know I'm gonna work my hardest, like similar to what I try to do for the summer, create <clears throat> various opportunities. But but at the end of the day, I can't control how they they happen and you know what comes of them but I can't control what I how I make that like how well, I make who you are how you right and how I am right. in each and every and how you meet part. the unknown and right. how you meet the unfolding yeah that's key Ben because then you know what you're going to create your experience from that place and that's a pretty wonderful way of showing up well, in the world and, and also it's part of and, and back to the question one of the original questions of why and whatnot. I've really been high on this idea of go to the area or the the place. So it starts with finding the things that you really enjoy. And for Mm -hmm. me, traveling and going into these, not touristy destinations, but these more local communities Mm -hmm. is where you're going to find people who are like-minded to you. Mm -hmm. So obviously you're going to be going into local communities and the locals will live there. But a few times when I would go to these places, there would be other foreigners or there'd be other people seeking similar things. Mm -hmm. And the point, what I'm saying is, that was true in Guatemala. Yeah. If, yeah. if you desire something, if you enjoy yeah. rock climbing, if you enjoy fly fishing, stay true to that. Go go do those things because that's where you're going to meet the people who value the same things. Same with ultra running or whatever it yeah. is you're thinking yeah. about. God help us. I don't know. This is Ben's new thing. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But, but it, it, it is because we all desire community. And I yeah. certainly do in myself. Like, I desire community that is willing to hold mm-hmm. me to a standard, like, love me, mm-hmm. but also hold me to a standard to say, you know, Ben, that's probably not the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. But here, Ben, like, this is, you know, what I've done in my experience, what I value, and, and just from their day to day basis. Mm-hmm. But it really comes down to that's. I genuinely think that's the, one of the easiest ways for you to start finding your people. Okay. And finding your tribe. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's where I think this year I've already found plenty. Like I have coming from Kenya, I'm, I'm still staying in contact with them, but I have like probably five or six friends who are doing very similar things. And one's from Yemen, one's from Germany, one's from Egypt and the other ones from South Africa. The point is not to say they're from all these places, but the point was to say they were all coming for a very similar reason to why I was there. Mm-hmm. They're coming for and something you all more. Connected. Right. Yep. And, and you all benefited. And, and that can be in your small community, going to fish, going to yoga or something. Yeah. I, 
it, it really is just getting true to yeah to who yeah. you are because yeah. sorry I'm gonna go on a little bit that's of, okay and then we're gonna wrap it up but okay. you go ahead Tangent, but, go ahead but I think there's a huge emphasis and we talk a ton about balance mm-hmm. and balance in this modern day I think is way overused the word balance I think it's been lost in translation so often and we're like, yeah, I want to have balance. It's like, what, what in the world does balance mean? Like Mm -hmm. balance this balance that. But what I've really come to understand is balance is so respective to each human being Mm -hmm. because if you enjoy, let's say fishing, if you enjoy fishing, you're going to spend more time fishing than I will be fishing, right? Like, so you're going to have six to eight hours a day fishing and let's say you enjoy your family. So fishing and family are your two things. You're going to whatever, allocate them differently. Let's say you really want to get good at fishing. You might do a little bit more there and and then the rest with your family. But let's say I really enjoy, I don't know, sewing something like I'm going to spend more time sewing. So it's all relative in the sense of what you enjoy, you're going to spend more time on. Mm -hmm. And what you value is where you get to choose those things. It's really dependent on where your values align, that's where you allocate your time. Mm-hmm. I think also very often nowadays, where what we value, what we say we value, does not align with what we schedule our calendar to be. If you look at our calendar and you look at what we say we value, I don't really see them matching up. And I've definitely seen that for myself because mm-hmm. I'm like, what in the world am I doing? I it's actually I, a great exercise to look at that and to juxtapose. Yeah. Because it's like I value family, but it's like where in, where in my whole schedule is family? Yeah. It's like, it's not even here. Right. And, and so it's... Well, fishing, well, fly fishing, dad would say, yeah, yeah he wishes but, to but make more of that. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like we, we, we say these things, but then we don't allocate them. And then we, we wonder why we're, we're in this, this state of mind that's more negative and, and whatnot. But well, we're not as nourished. I think yeah. it, on the, yeah, our spirits need to be more It's not a bad yeah. thing. It's just to say, wow, okay, that's... That's actually right. super interesting. But there's a way you can shift that by being aware of it. You then of course, shift it's the self-awareness yeah. to right. be able to say, Agreed. Wow, I'm not actually doing what I say I desire. That's and then right. once you get to those things and once you start allocating that time, a whole new world happens. That's right. And I think you get 10 times as much quote done, but like you're, you're 10 times as much nourished. Yeah. And that's the best part of it all. Yeah. Because then you're more aligned with your values. And when you're aligned with your values, you're aligned with who you are. Yeah. And that's the sweet spot. It's the secret sauce of life, love. Mm. You're fit- figuring it out at 20 years of age. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Um, so, well, thank you for your time. Always. You're a delight. Apologize and if I went over, but no, you were. It was wonderful, and I'm gonna miss you like a lot. Um, but I also know you are in good hands, God's hands, and yeah, uh, be an interesting journey. Yeah, we'll see you at Christmas, love. <laughs> if you come home to visit. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Big love. Bye-bye. Having a life coach can sweeten the often messy and hard and awesome journey of being human. Do you have a life coach? And if not, I would be so privileged to be your coach. I have a private coaching practice for individuals and families where we work on getting to the heart of your struggles and paving a path forward that helps you create a life that you truly love. When you're prepared to take what you're learning on this podcast and implement the tools and techniques so that you experience profound and lasting results, then contact me at martabrummel.com and we can hit the ground running. I truly cannot wait to work with you.